Blog Talk Radio. getting close time to the end of the year here also don't forget tuesday go vote vote that is important today's podcast 11 one learning experience that's all about what happened between the dolphins and the rams and tour making his first start as the miami dolphins quarterback not a very impressive day statistically but he did the dolphins did get the win and that's thanks to a very opportunistic opportunistic defense and special teams play Dolphins were dominated, really, in this game as far as time of possession. The Rams got a lot of yards, got a lot of time, on the, uh, had the ball a long time. But Rams' defense showed up. It's just that their offense made critical turnovers at the wrong time. So I'm bring in a friend of mine, Mr. Lewis Tenor. What's up, Lou? All right. Well, I'm doing good. It's been a little rainy up here, but uh, we're holding our own. Holding your own. That's what's up. Yeah. Yes, it's crazy, man. Those first, the first uh, one o'clock games today uh, were interesting. Not only, not just the Miami Dolphins. Um, we had Pittsburgh going up against the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City blew the doors off the Jets. That's not nothing to be too shocked about. Um, big well, game by Pat Mahomes today. Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. I mean, the Jets are just the worst team in football. Period. That that's just how that goes. Uh, big turnover by Cam Newton late in the game against uh, Buffalo, as uh, they were driving to potentially either get the winning score or at least kick the field goal to tie the game up. And he made a key turnover, key fumble, and the Bills recovered, and they won. So, and right now, at the time of that we're recording, the late games are being played. We got. Uh, Chicago and New Orleans got a 13-10 halftime score, and we have San Francisco versus Seattle, 13-7, and yeah, that game doesn't look all that interesting. But nothing, nothing, nothing surprises me if uh, this game goes down to the wire like their last couple of games have been. So, what has what in the one o'clock hour or what period in uh, NFL Week Eight has uh, your attention, Lou? Well, you know, I was of course concentrating on on this on the um Ra- on the Ravens uh Steelers game. That was going to be the toughest I think that'd be the toughest game of the day. And uh it looked like uh you know, the Ravens are on the ropes. I mean, you know, you don't mess with Lamar Jackson. You know, and they mm-hmm. and they have a pretty sizable lead, but still the Steelers found their way to win and they are still the only undefeated team in the in the NFL. Thanks to Seattle choking last week. Oh boy. Yep. So that caught only my undefeated team. Yeah, that's the and only undefeated, undefeated team left. Yeah, they got a they got a big key defensive stop late. Lamar Jackson's fumble. I think that was fourth down that he fumbled on. Um so what a way to fumble. I'm not I know, right? Well, hey, Cam fumbled on, well, the, on the way down, on the, you know, uh, time was running out. That's a, that's one way to lose a game. Yeah, he was trying to make a play and just and couldn't make it and I know, he caught up the ball. What do you think about Tua's first start? He only had ninety, he only had ninety-five yards passing. I think he only completed like I can look up his stats real quick. He didn't have a big game as far as throwing the ball. He was only twelve for twenty-two for ninety-three yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. But he did have a fumble. Uh, his second play of the game, he was it was a strip sack by Aaron Donald, the best defensive player of the game. So, what is your thoughts about Tua's first game? His this learning experience. What should the Dolphins no, no, fans never take away? Never should have went in. I mean, yeah, okay, so he made a little splash in his so-called debut last week, but that wasn't going to make you a starter, and I knew he wasn't going to put up the numbers. Yeah, with a big, with a big mistake. Big mistake. 
Tua starting. They should have kept. They should have well, kept the quarterback in. Yeah, they probably should have. But I think what the Dolphins are looking yeah. at, I don't think the Dolphins really think they can. This is just my opinion. I don't think the Dolphins think they could. They could uh, compete uh, for a division title or even a wild card spot. This is an opportunity to give themselves a chance to see what the kids got. Give them game experience. Um, as they're moving on uh, during the course of this 2020 season and get ready for 2021, mm-hmm. Dolphins are the Dolphins are going to be loaded as far as what they could do on that roster uh, right. in the next couple of years because they own the Houston Texans who only have one win. They own their first and second round pick this year, and plus the and plus the Dolphins own first rounder. So the Dolphins are looking and second rounder. So the Dolphins are looking at it as I think it's just my opinion that they're going to keep moving forward and try to get ready for the future instead of looking at it as a what's going to happen this year. What's up, Zach? I got your what's echo. Up, I, got I think you got the radio too loud. Okay. Oh, where that is coming from? That's Zach. That. I thought it was my phone. Took it off the car speaker. All right. Oh, okay. What's up, okay. man? So what do you okay. think uh, to us first start today? Mm, they, I guess they. it was decent. It was they won, so but more because of special team and defense. That they did all. They did all. I, I like it. You know, I, I take the W any day. So, uh, I personally still sure. thought it was too quick to put him in there. But hey, after reading the different articles, I understand why they want to see what he had for the concerning their draft picks and stuff like that. I was I've read. Right, and that's why I was just explaining to Lou. I think that's one of the reasons why they put him in. They they they're looking forward um, to see. Uh, what they got in the young man. I'll be honest with you. I was kind of impressed with him because he, he got rushed. He got hurried. He got hit. And he still was right. okay. So he still was standing up at the end of the day. So that, that was the thing that I took more from anything else than what his uh, throws were or the incompletions and a couple of drops he had in there by some guys. But the fact that he got hit and got up, that's what mattered to me, Zach. I don't know what, what your right. take is from it, but that's my take. No, 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 no. That makes a lot of sense because consider his first start. And, like yeah. you, say, you know, I, I still wanted, <laughs> you know, let go with the hot hand. The man was playing pretty well, but, you know, I don't get paid to make those decisions. <laughs> That's true, too. And, right. you know, I don't think they thought they – I don't think the Dolphins really, honestly, as an organization, of course, they won't admit this publicly, but I don't think they thought they would be in a position to um, – compete for the division or being a wild right. card position, even though there's an extra wild card this year. So they said, well, shoot, let's just put the kid in. But the Dolphins find themselves right now a game and a half out of first place. You know, they're right behind Buffalo. Um, they right. got a game against Buffalo later this year. But the Dolphins schedule right now, though, mm-hmm. I think this is going to tell you a lot about Tua. I don't. I didn't take anything from today except for the fact I just wanted him to come through the game healthy. But this right. schedule coming up with – yeah, they got a schedule. Next week is Arizona. That would be a tough road game. But after that, man, it's yeah, it's almost they got a chance. That's all I can say. They they have an opportunity. Wait, wait. Yep, know, until they face Kansas, Kansas City. City. They do. That's right. Yeah, but you never know about Kansas City. You never know. But they got the Cardinals, the mm-hmm. Chargers um, at home. That's another West Coast team traveling east. They got the Broncos who have no offense, as, I could, as I'm looking right now. They're playing right. against the Chargers and the Chargers are on the doors off of them. Yeah, and then they got the Jets and the Bengals. The Dolphins could possibly be looking at a unbelievable seven and four record going into Kansas well, City. I'm That's not, crazy. Well, I'm not too I'm not too sure that you know that the Bengals are as bad as everybody thinks they are. Okay, they have a they have a bad record, but you know, they're I think their record doesn't show how really good you they are. You are what they say you are. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Zach. No, no, he's not right. You are what your record says you are. Your record says you have two wins, five really? losses, and one tie. Yes, you are what your record says you are. Okay, okay. I don't believe that. that see, there's no, I don't believe in professional sports. Only in youth sports are there moral wins where they only keep score <laughs> just for the parents' sake. All right, all right. So, no, you are what your record says you are. Now, I'll give them credit. They beat a Tennessee team, but they did to Tennessee what everybody should do to Tennessee. 
ain't Ryan Tannehill beat you. Right. right. I'll take it. You you weren't impressed by that win today, Lou? You got to give Burrow's credit, though. For what? He's not a bad player. He's not a bad player. He's putting up some good numbers. Okay, they don't result in a lot of wins, but come on, he's not that he's not that terrible quarterback as everybody thinks he is. I mean, the Bengals need to be some more work, but come on. I mean, you got to give him some credit. No, I'm not taking anything away from Burrow. I'm talking about the record. They're two five and one. That's what I'm talking I about. Know, I know. So are let, let, let me ask so you this the, question. So are the Chargers open. are the Chargers a very good fourteen? Well, they play in the NFC trash. But NFC right. trash east. But are the Chargers a good football team? Yeah. Chargers were never no, good. They're two Man, Chargers are two four and no. one. I mean two and four. But they're not a good Loser. football team. I mean, they beat, they're beating up, yeah, they're, they're beating up Denver. But Denver's two and four, so you got two bottom feeders, and one of the bottom feeders is beating up on the other bottom feeder. That don't mean to me correct. that the Chargers are a good. Yeah, the Chargers are not a good football team. They are what their record says they are. That's the way I see it. Uh, so in other words, you don't think they're being. So in other words, you don't think the Bengals are that record is misleading. You just think they're just no, I, I trash. Think that, I think that record says they are what their record says they are. They are two, five, and one. I don't. And they, that's that's all I can say about that. And they got they got their two wins. One okay. was over Jacksonville, and the other one was today over a Tennessee team that hey, they were at home and they played the game. Of, they played their best game so far this season. They are professionals right. now. Yeah, let's give them that. Well, I'll take. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, Zach. What is your what other uh, NFL game in Week Eight has got your attention that has you intrigued? Well, of course, you know I'm waiting for. Uh, well, the game I watched also, I was watching that Steeler Ravens game. You know, and they're not my mm-hmm. Ravens, but boy, I was uh, okay. I was hoping the Ravens pull it out, but you know, that's the Dolphin fan in me. Want all you know, at least to have one, you know, <laughs> one mm-hmm. one defeat to preserve the perfect record. That's all, that's the reason why. That that was that was, it okay. was a good game though. It really was a great. That was a game I was very interested in. That Raven Steeler game. What? What do you think about Lamar? You know, Lamar is still developing. Right? Lamar is still developing. I mean, they doing what they mm-hmm. they doing what Lamar what they're supposed to do, I guess. But you know, oh man. But, but you know, he, the he's throwing, is, he put he, a spy on Lamar. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. But he's not. But he's not. He's not improving. He's not showing that right. that leap of improvement as a passer. He we know he passer. can run, but correct. Right. So will that so, be the? I mean, will his? Let me ask you this: Will his lack of passing ability be the hindrance from that team overtaking Kansas City and, of course, or the, the course team in their you, division, you know, Pittsburgh? Of course, because now you mm-hmm. know, as a okay professional defensive coordinators. Will know how to go ahead and attack him. I put a spy on mm-hmm. him wherever he go. Okay, whatever job you know. With a, um, today they uh oh goodness, I forgot the Steelers. Okay, so what they did, they actually Uh-oh. took out their the middle linebacker and put in a put in one of the safeties to follow him wherever he go. Okay, because you know they they start right. linebacker a Bush. He's hurt, and the dude that was starting over there right. said he's too slow to um to run with Lamar. Which you know there you go. So now, if you can't run, you take away his running ability. He is kind of limited, so he does have to go to quarterback school to learn to become a passer. I think they should concentrate on their run game and stop trying to make him something that he's not. Uh, okay. Make him a game manager as far as throwing the ball. Man, they ran for two hundred sixty-five yards against Pittsburgh. That's True. unheard of this season. Yeah, you ain't never lied. So you run like that against Pittsburgh, you know. I mean, of course, yeah, you're going to have some times where he has to make plays throwing the ball, but I think you stick to your strength. You know, that first pass he threw that, that call to pick six was just – that, oh, that yeah. was telegraphed, man. Yeah, that was, that was badly <laughs> telegraphed, real bad. Um, let me ask you guys this. Uh, I wanted to get you guys' opinion about this. Um, I've been seeing a lot of this lately that uh, uh, black entertainers and, and, and sports personalities – have uh, come out with their their thoughts about the election and voting and uh, you know that that type of stuff. Uh, Lou, what is 
what is that is that an important factor in getting minorities to go out and vote in your opinion well i think if you have if you're registered to vote i think you should go out and vote you know i mean mm-hmm. whether you know whether you know it or not every vote counts whether you think it does or not but it is everything every vote is important and and one vote is all it can take to make the difference so if you are registered to vote just shut up and do it you know, because if you don't, because if you don't, you don't have anything really to say about what what happened in the, in the outcome. So if you are registered to vote I'd, and and uh, willing and uh, willing and able, do it. If you can't, I definitely person, agree with that. Uh, you know, if you can't vote person, find another way. But if you have, but if you have the uh, power and ability to do it, do it. Okay, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Uh, are uh, black entertainers a, and sports personalities do, do they really influence the black voter? You know, just your opinion. That's just, a, just what's your opinion? My opinion. You know, a, a, a true, <laughs> I guess, a true informed person. I think not, but a person who just, I guess, like a follower or whatever, maybe so. But a true person who does their quote unquote who research for themselves, who think for themselves, and I, what I'm, and I know what I'm saying probably doesn't make a lot of sense, okay? But you know, mm-hmm. with true issues that you're concerned with, then no, this entertainer, his word won't mean nothing. But you know, these, I guess maybe the younger generation or, or whatever, oh, Ice Cube say don't do this, don't do that. Uh, well, then again, I know. Let me take that back because a lot of younger generation don't know who the hell an Ice Cube is. But you just said you didn't give us. Well, you know I take that back. I'll pause it because you didn't give a specific name. So let me take away Ice Cube out of this. But it depends. You know, it depends on the voters themselves. So it depends on how informed they are and what they care about. But that's the way. And you know, that's that's not a true answer. And I know it's not. Okay. But um, no. for, you know, I think for independent people, like, no. Yeah, I like that. I like that thought process. It is uh, based upon the information that the voter knows, not based upon. I don't care who the who's doing the endorsing, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I don't care if he's orange. I don't care yeah. if he's orange or purple like Barney. It doesn't matter to me. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I I know what issue Barney that should be <laughs> that should be um, highlighted uh, as far as uh, people that look like me. You know, as a black voter, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that's what they say. So I don't really care what Ice Cube says since you brought him up, or Lil Wayne says, right. or LeBron right. says, or Jay Z, or whoever. It doesn't matter what they say. There, there, there's there's this thing as far as entertainers and athletes that I look at it this way. Yeah, you can you can try. I guess you could say you're endorsing a candidate because you're trying to encourage voting. I'm never going to be against anybody encouraging voting. I don't care if you have a platform or not, or if you're just talking to a coworker. I think you should right. do that right. because voting is a right and a privilege. So I don't, but and who, and whoever people vote for, that's your business. That has nothing to do with the price being China, as far as I'm concerned. If you're right, if your beliefs about that particular candidate is your beliefs, that's your, that's your beliefs. Can't nobody should condemn you for that. So, but my no, thing is, of course not. This, this is my thing only. Oh, that I really don't, I really don't care um, about athletes and entertainers telling someone who to vote because when I look at it mm-hmm. from only this standpoint alone, if if I heard Fifty Cent say, "Well, I, I'm voting for Donald Trump because my taxes won't go up," well, that's good. That's that right. makes sense for Fifty Cent because Fifty Cent okay, is okay. You're right. So exactly. that makes sense People could them for that, but that's yeah. what yes, it doesn't. You're right. It it, make, it makes perfect sense, and I, I don't see any problem with that. Only my only thing about that is when you look at who is endorsing a candidate or who is urging you, you know, to vote or whatever. Don't look at it as their political beliefs. Look at it as your own. That's that's right. the way I look at it. Look at it. Look at it from your standpoint because you got to understand something. Even when you look at a person like LeBron James, um, you look at Ice Cube, you look you look at a Little Wayne, you better understand something. It ain't but a handful of us at that level that can make that business decision. See, they, they're 
their vote is a business decision. I think a person mm-hmm. not at that level should make a decision about their vote based on social consciousness. That's the way I look at it. I'm going to welcome in the birthday boy. He's joining us. I really appreciate him giving us his time today, Mr. Derek Wilson. What's up, man? What's going on, my brothers? How y'all feeling today? Man, doing good. You came in right at a a proper time when we're discussing um, can black entertainers or sports personalities really influence the black vote? That's the question. So that's the question I'm presenting to you. I think they can. Um, do mm-hmm. I think it should carry as much weight as it probably does? No, because they're not in the same tax bracket as you. So just like you just said, uh, for them, everything is a business decision. It's uh, because they got millions to worry about. They worry about how can I, get, you know, I mean, how can I get the best tax rate? Which one of these candidates is going to allow my loopholes to stay open and all of that stuff? So even though you feel like they represent what you call they represent the culture. No, they represent their bank account. You feel like they represent the culture, but tell them to give all their money away and join you, and they're going to give you their behind kiss and off that beat. So I think they do, but I don't think it should carry nearly as much weight as I think people think it does. Like, nobody cares what Ice Cube thinks. Nobody cares what Lil Wayne thinks. At least you shouldn't. If you care that much about what they think, you should be voting anyway. They need to take your vote because if a joke on stage yeah. rapper can tell you who you should vote for to help run your life, you got an issue. Right. You got a big issue. Ooh. Why you respond that way, Lou? Why, Lou? Why did you respond that way? No, no. The Bears just uh, the uh, Saints intercepted the ball from the Bears. I thought you were responding to what Derek. I thought you were responding to what Derek said. But D, I totally agree with you, man. Like I said, if, if, if you're not on that level, if you're not on their tax bracket, as you just said, I think you should be definitely voting for social consciousness and, wh- and who you think right. can um, bring laws about that will be able to bring the, the, the change in the, in the black community that's necessary and needed. But I'm just going to be 1,000 right now on this show and with these three gentlemen. I don't see neither one of these people, neither one of these dudes running for president doing a doggone thing for black people. Oh, my gosh. Listen, boy, you must have read my mind. I was, ooh. Well, well me and you won. We on the you same page. You hear me? <laughs> we are on the same page because that's the same thing I said. To me, Biden is the lesser of two evils. Everybody felt like Hillary was the lesser of two evils to be Biden is just the lesser of two evils. And you don't know what he's going to do. That's it. And it's so easy for people to flip flop on you once they get in office. I'm going to do A, B, or C. Yes. You done seen it with your local politicians. They tell you, I'm right. going to get all the roads paved, and we're going to get rid of all the potholes until they get in. And you know what they're going to tell you? Well, listen, I got to play the game to get what we need. Exactly. You know, play right. the game to get exactly. what you need. Right. Exactly. So, so. yeah, we, we agree with that, Will, 100%. I, 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 that's why I tell people all the time. I don't really care who you vote for. I really don't. I don't. I don't see either no, one. Of these, either one of these candidates doing anything to progress the black agenda or deal with systemic racism, to deal or to deal with police brutality or racial profiling. I don't see neither one of these dudes doing anything. Only thing I heard Biden say was talking about a committee. Man, I've been hearing about committees since I can remember being able to talk. Right. So I don't want to hear none of that. Right. You're not going to do. Can you're I, not going to do anything. Can I say something that, ahead, I, that has been bothering me mm-hmm. for the longest? Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I hear people that I've been watching all the for. First of all, all the commercials that they've been showing, all the ad campaigns. I swear we are watching the scenes from the movie Head of State. You mean it's attack so ads? What they been? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so hilarious. But the mm-hmm. problem that the problem that the country is facing is the same problem that we've always been facing. Except at the black community, we had one unique problem. Before integration and before a lot of things were open to us, our community was so strong because we took care of each other. And yes. Each other. And now we're That's waiting it. for the government to do something that everybody else apparently has figured out how to do themselves, which is police. Exactly. I have a lot of Hispanic friends, and they police themselves. We are the only ones who 
we want the government to police us. We want them to do stuff that at some point we just have to do for ourselves. Men are going right. to have to be men in their community. Men are have to go have to be men in their household. We have to take the initiative to take the responsibility of caring for our community out of out of our government hands. Because I live in a little bitty town. We don't know how small Queens is. Joe Biden ain't never coming here. He's not, never. Right. So gotcha. they can make all the rules they never? want. He's not coming here. The people who right. are here have to make the changes. If we have an issue here where we have our local elections, the people that are in town have to fix the problem that they have by going out to your local elections. Don't sit home and only vote every four years. Be involved right. mm-hmm. when they have stuff for your kids to do. Get your butt off your couch. Don't just send your kids. Take your behind out there with them. When when the preacher who you don't like be down there taking your money is having a problem, mm. go be the good influence. We have to get off our behind as black people. I'm call I'm calling up for the car today. We have to get off our behind as people and handle our own neighborhood. And then after we done done everything we can do, then we can point the finger at somebody else. Because I live. But in you know, D. And bro, we we D. had thirty deaths oh, this man. year. For people wow. under thirty and under, where one of us can kill the other, that, thirty boy. And and D, that's where that's where I come in with this. I don't want to hear about this national stuff. I don't want to hear about no Michael Jordan giving a hundred million dollars over ten years because right. he wants to do something with the Black Initiative. Man, miss me, miss me. Much. Right I off. know, I know, Liberty, I know, Liberty City, Miami. I know Liberty City, Miami, and I can tell you right now, it's underfunded, it's under-policed, unless mm-hmm. they are serving a warrant or chasing someone. Other than that, when it comes down to now, policing Liberty City, uh-huh. the hood, they uh-huh. don't. They don't. Oh, well, no. it's, it's well, let me interject on that one. This is where I'm going to sort of kind of defend the government a little bit. I, 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 and okay, you're gonna, you might not like what I'm about to say. Didn't I tell you a while back, I ran into a uh, since this meeting by mistake, it was this commissioner she, at the library. She said, come in. I was like, oh. But you know what? I was like, you know what? The, 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 let me go ahead and check this out. I said, let me go see what people are talking about. This is the day I truly learned about the commissioner's job, the mayor's job, different things, right? At the, as they just said, at the local level. But I also okay. learned how something simple, believe it or not, a lot of times, you know why we're underfunded in our community? Because something simple is census, simple, something simple as the census. You know, I know that in oh, other yeah. communities, okay, something simple as the census. And she showed where, like, for example, in Decatur, you have 100,000 people in Decatur, but only 10,000 sent back their census, right? So guess what? Okay, well, they well, now only send funds to 10,000. Hold on. They got funded for 10,000. Right. Yeah, they did. No, but no, let no, me, Will. Let me push back. Go ahead. No, no I'm going to push back against that because I've had, I've almost had that same conversation. Not verbatim like you had, but uh, uh, I yeah. had this okay. same conversation with um, um, someone that works in the mayor's office. And okay. they brought that to my consensus. They brought that to my attention, rather. I said, let me say this uh-huh. to you. No problem. Let me, let, me, uh-huh. let me tell you something for someone who That's applied us, though, Will. to be a... Okay. Uh-huh. But no, no, no. I, I applied to be a, a, a census taker. Let me tell you okay. something. One of the things they tell you inside this thing, and this, this may not be a public knowledge, and I might be in a lot of trouble for saying this. Right. You know people that take census will tell you, I ain't going in that neighborhood. Because remember, oh, census yeah. used to be door-to-door. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember that. You're right. It's yeah, true. Okay. So they'll tell you, I ain't going in that neighborhood. They ain't going to answer the okay, door but anyway. You, you're you're right. But what about the people? Be, they, they also mail it to your house. You know how many people throw their census thing away? Yeah. So that's not an excuse. I'm sorry. I, I get what you're saying. But no, you're, no, right. you're right. A lot of people are not going to those neighborhoods. But go ahead. But you're right. That's not an excuse. But also, Jack, also, Zach, that's a lack of education also. See, that's not right. that's not brought up as a, of importance to the community. You know it's brought up to the, the, the importance to the community, especially if it's underpoverished welfare. And I blame the Democrats for that. That's why I'm an independent. That's why I became an independent. Because I'm like, right. they do a, a social welfare on the black community or, or underprivileged community. Like, it's, it's almost as bad as Republicans tell you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps without boots. You see what I'm saying? Right. I think the yeah. Democrats right. do a worse do service to the, the, the uh, uh, disservice to the black community. And that's the way I say it. But you're right. It is underfunded because of the state and, and, support. And I'm going to fight you on that one too, Will. Like and, and not that I care because nobody, everybody should try to do for themselves. But go check your stats, dog. Mm-hmm. It's more Caucasians on welfare than blacks. 
Well, no, I don't think be. that's what it means. I don't, I don't think yeah. that's necessarily the point, though, Zach. This, I think this is the point that he's trying to make because me and him actually agree wholeheartedly on this. Because, because the Democrats don't feel like they have to earn our vote because they feel uh-huh. like all there black people that's are true. Democrats that is anyway. true. They don't, uh-huh. they don't put forth nearly the effort that they could if they felt like they had to earn your vote. I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I mean. If, uh-huh. if, all the, if, if everybody who looked like us um, decided, listen, we only going to vote for the candidate we, that we like. We ain't going to care right. about what party this is. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen people, like I've seen people standing outside and grandma be telling their grandkids right. and stuff, all right, baby, you only vote for everybody who was Democrat at the voting poll. Right. And if that person ain't done nothing to earn your vote, they ain't done nothing to improve your lifestyle, I ain't going to tell you no lie. Why not try the other side? True. I agree. That might seem like blasphemy to some people, but I'm not going to keep wasting the vote that our ancestors died for you just because you got to be there. Exactly. If you ain't doing a dog, you ain't earning it. So that's that, and that's that's my point of why I say at some point we're gonna have to just stop looking at the government because even the people right. that we elect, these people that just because they got Democrat by their name, they feel like just like Joe Biden said, I feel like that was offensive. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. What? Right. That's, that's you it. ain't black, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. I feel like Democrat makes you right. like some kind of. There's no such thing as an honorary election. I don't care what nobody says. I got homeboys <laughs> who grew up all the way around us. They not black. You can go to a bank mm. and get something I can't get. You can get a loan with a five. again. So, so mm. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I call it like it is. I think Will is absolutely right on that. Until until we do for ourselves for one, two. Until uh-huh. we hold the people that we actually admit accountable for doing what they say they're going to do. We don't need you to do nothing extra. Just do what you say you're going to do. And Correct. if you don't do what That's you it. say you're going to do, the next, the next cycle that come up, your party can look for us to not vote for you. It is what it is. Our power, yeah. our, our vote is just like our dollar. It's the most powerful mm. thing on earth, but none of us actually know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm on the phone. So, I, 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 I agree. I agree. Man, I, my thing is they they I, I I just I just keep saying I know what you're saying about that census report thing, but they don't they're not they're not educating them about that, you know. Okay. And and yes, right. that is the fault of the individual. That is the fault of the individual of not understanding how important that census report is. But you can't you can't make that um a pivotal point every time the census come up. That needs to be educated throughout the entire you know what I'm saying through the entire year. You should make that a consistent uh-huh. thing, right. not only when the consistency right. comes up. So I okay. get what you're saying. I've heard that same argument from politicians. But my whole thing is, you know what? That same politician that said that, I tell you what, how about I vote your butt out and get somebody in that's willing to give the education to the hood so they can understand yeah. how important their census is? Because apparently you ain't doing your job. You, you can, I have there to approach you, you to tell you that? I have to approach you for you to there tell me that? Oh, then how about we get your butt off that city off of that city commissionership, we get you off right. there, and we get somebody on that that's actually doing the, that wants to do the legwork and understand and explain to the people. Listen, you want to know why you underfunded? Is because every person in this community is not being counted. So right. it's easy to say now, what the problem is, but are you gonna go yeah, out yeah. there and make it known to the public? Yeah. I, um, I want I want to make this one a little personal, if, if y'all don't mind. I, I got yeah, said, I live in Quick. Quick is a really small place. Okay, they got mm-hmm. permission to build two high schools about 10 years ago, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Now, mm-hmm. all of the high schools right. built the high school. For one thing, they built the high school in the exact design of prisons. They were literally square with a big courtyard in the middle. I kid you not. I can show y'all pictures of y'all. Thank you, kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. now, the guy. Sorry, y'all. Stand aside the road. Oh, you all right. To build, to build these schools. Both of those mm-hmm. guys built brand new houses that are at least 6,000 square feet, complete with palm trees and everything. Both of these guys. So the problem wasn't that the money wasn't here. The problem was the people that we elected who were both Democrats mismanaged the money for their own personal gain. Both of those people Mm. look just like me, which is exactly my point. Until our Mm. community does right by itself, it listen, we can fill out the census and they can send the money. What happened to the money when it get here? Mm. That's the whole point. 
what happens to the money when it get here? I've seen so many people who are in charge of the money just in the little city that I live in. Every time some new money comes in, it's either a big fight over where the money goes or whoever the person is that's in charge of the money parse it out to all their buddies. Like, I literally personally know a man who got, like, six county jobs, and it's one person. How do you have six county jobs? Because they give – y'all are stifling out the money that could be used to give our teachers raises so that they could do a better job, to buy them better resources in class so they could do better. To fund those programs, drop out. To fund those programs for undereducated adults who can get tech skills and all of those stuff to go. That's where our issue lies. It's not always that the money not available. I understand what Zach was saying, but we're not being right. doing a good job of being responsible with the little bit of stuff that we get. The sad gotcha. thing is, in they took a poll in 1956 when they were highly integrated school, uh, highly un, uh, segregated schools. Black mm-hmm. kids had 50% less resources, but they were 30% mm-hmm. smarter than the white counterparts in the most highly funded school district in America. You know why? Because we took care of our own. Because we made sure there you go. our children took their behind the school, even if they didn't want to go. If they, you caught them cutting school, they told on you, and your mama and daddy whooped your behind and sent you back to school. Anybody calling DCF talking about you abusing your kid for making sure he get an education and don't die in the street for doing something stupid. We are at mm. fault for a lot of this stuff, and until we fix it, the problem ain't gonna go away. It don't matter who we elect. We had Barack right. Obama for eight years. We still in the same situation. All of this ain't Donald Trump. Right. A lot of it is now. Don't get me wrong. He got his own problems, but I think we are our own worst problem right now. We have to fix it. We do. Mm. How do you fix, fix it? it? I'm, mm. You fix it one through education. You fix it one That's through education. Two. We just gotta be more accountable. I hate there's there's one phrase that I literally abhor as a person and that's no snitching. I hate that. I swear oh, I hate me too. It. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I swear yes. I hate it. There are yep. there are at least out of those murders that I told y'all about, there are at least fifteen of those that are cold cases. You know why? Because some of those happen in broad Somebody daylight. Won't tell. And won't yep. nobody tell. Mm-hmm. Won't nobody yep. tell who did it because that's right, my cousin. Yeah, I don't give a damn if your cousin. murder mm. Put they behind in jail. Call I agree. Them. You know somebody beating their kids half to death, and then them same kids go to school torturing the teacher because the, teacher, the parent torturing them at home. You need to tell. Get that kid some help. That's right. Get the parent some help. The parent might have some issues because somebody beat the death out of them. None of our mm. problems are going to get fixed unless we become accountable for our own self. And relating all this, and relating all that, of course. Are you all right, but what? Relating all this to sports, one of the things that, I, you know, the stop snitching, I mean, that stop snitching mess, that, that's just absolutely asinine to me. But one of the things that bothered me more than anything else is the importance placed upon youth sports. I got to get my – that's the way they're going to get out the hood. No, right. the way they're going to get out the hood is education. You know, right. that, that is know. Put professional sports. Yes, professional sports is so – it's rare for these guys to get to that point. I don't care if the NFL do got over fifteen hundred guys employed. Most of them guys are making are, are quote unquote making the minimum. They're not making that much money. Only the top one percent, just like this country, are making right. the real money as far as benefiting from professional sports. So that's another thing. The right. education we gotta get them to understand. Your only way out of the hood is not singing, dancing, and playing a, playing sports. It's it's education. It, it, that's the main thing. And I talked to a kid not too long ago. We were talking about um, black colleges and white colleges. And he said that, you know, I want to go to this school because I, they, they school just looks better and they, they provide me, you know, more national exposure. I said, you know, back in the day, we didn't have that opportunity. And it wasn't about national exposure. It was about us going yeah. to where we had the opportunity to play. And then if you got the opportunity to play at the next level, you know, based upon with no no exposure, with everything against them, they still made it to the NFL. I said there are a lot of NFL Hall of Famers from the HBCU, but I get right. what they what the what they perpetrated. I get what they've shown you. They've shown you the glitz and glamour. And I'm gonna take the University of Miami for an example here, Zach. University Don't of you. Miami built an indoor an indoor facility. They built an indoor facility. Now for years, Miami didn't have that. They didn't have that mess. Right. Miami had that dog on field. Your butt did your work out there, and they still, whether they got 
top recruits or not, they still perform. Now they got they had to get an indoor facility because they got to keep up with the Joneses and the recruiting war. My whole thing with that is if a kid's got to come to your school to get out of the doggone sun to practice in a cool air conditioned indoor facility, why do you want that kid? Yeah. He don't want to work hard. He gonna have to play in the right. sun when he play on Saturday. <laughs> What's the difference? Thank you. That's the same thing it. I be saying. Hmm. I don't gotcha. understand that. That that. that that loses me with, okay, you got to show them all this glitz and glamour of what your program now has to offer. You have, yeah. a, have, a, you have to have a football-only facility, football-only living, football-only classes or whatever. But what the heck does that got to do with him catching, tackling, throwing, running the football? He's going to do it in the sun anyway. <laughs> football is hard. It's hard. Yeah. So why, they, why we got to pamper them? To get them to come to our school, that's to me that's what's wrong. That's that's my that's the way I look at it. it. I don't. That's why I don't like recruiting. Period. That's why I can't follow it. I'm like, we give uh-huh. these kids too much attention, and we oh man, he coming to this school, and only reason he didn't come to Miami because he got a better opportunity at Georgia. No, he got more money to go to Georgia. Let's be real. Let's call it what it is. Like, right. he got more money to go there, or they gave a better opportunity for his mama to either come up there and work or get out of the situation that she's in. And I ain't mad at him if that's what he did. But my whole thing is, no, it's, it's, it's levels to the whole thing. But my whole thing is we're pampering these kids. We're not teaching our kids and our community just to make this full circle. We're not teaching them what is important. That education is going to last a whole lot longer. His career right. outside of football is going to last a whole lot longer with that degree in his pocket than his football career. I don't care if he played 20 years unless he get generational work like LeBron or one of them guys. Right, the way I see it, and, and that's the whole point. But I'm we sorry. don't, we don't yeah. teach that. No, but we don't teach that. We just teach. I know we, we, we. Oh man, you know. Oh, he good. He, he get the opportunity. What are we teaching him in order so he can keep his money, so nobody will will take advantage of him? What are we teaching him? Right, right. You know, we had a listen. We had a, we had a literally a argument between the two candidates here <laughs> in Quincy. During the the uh, primary, because one candidate wanted to do away with um, like home ec or something, whatever it was, it was bad that didn't nobody care about, and put right. financial uh-huh. literacy as a as, as a required course to graduate. They ha- they had it all lined up. This turned into one of the biggest arguments I have ever seen, which is probably the stupidest thing I have ever heard. Because one of the problems that we have is wealth management. Just like we were just saying That's about it. people being able to, how many how many players? Remember Clinton Portis was gonna kill his uh, business manager. Yep, sure was. Uh, for stealing stealing all his money. This young went yeah. broke two years after he was out of the league. Twenty two million dollars gone. So no. it does you it no. don't even do you no good to be good at sports if you can't count money if you don't know what interest mm. rates and all of that stuff mean. The other thing is is just like you said. Listen, think about it. Reggie Bush was probably the baddest running back we had seen in a long time. Reggie Bush lasted, what, five years at the most in the at league? The if he don't have no mm-hmm. education, what he going to do? Work at, work at a kiosk in the mall? No. You want to mm-hmm. set him up. My son, my, my baby son right now, he's really tall. He's, he's 36 inches tall and he ain't one yet. Everybody mm-hmm. that see my son like, boy, he going to be He's going to be a good basketball player. I, you know what I tell them? That's just going to be the best astrophysicist that can dunk a basketball you have ever seen. There you go. That's my goal. <laughs> there you right? go. I don't give a dang. I don't care if he can dunk a dang thing. As long as mm. his brain is working at maximum capacity and he maximizes his potential, that's all I care about. My, my oldest son is 14. This dude loves engines. That's all he care about. He don't care about no football. He try. But he don't care about none of that, and I don't push that. You know what I push on him? Right. A real plan to take care of himself when he get out of school. He's fourteen. Yeah, that's right. I already have his schooling lined up. So the day that he graduates school, he's going to the mechanical school in Oklahoma. He's gonna stay there for a year and a half. He's gonna become certified in six different um, mechanical specialties in foreign and right. export cars, and he's mm-hmm. gonna make good money working on engines, and it ain't got nothing to do with a ball. We have to. Look at Nothing. our kids, figure out what they're good at other than chasing the ball and entertaining people and then push them into that. If they happen to be great at sports, so be it. But he needs a plan B, C, and D other than plan A 
because Plan A is one torn Achilles away from being taken away from him. Right. Don't we? Sure oh is. my gosh, y'all y'all hit a nerve with me on that one. But I I do. I I've already made plans for yeah for my son. The day he graduates, he gonna be out of here in a week. <laughs> he going to school. <laughs> he right. he gonna go do what he loves. He gonna be able to make fifty grand a year by the time he's twenty. Right. And he's gonna be good. And he it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be dependent on what somebody else said he can do. He gonna do what exactly. he wanna do. But that's what that's what we have to do. We have to make that's our what, kids that's, opportunity. That's, what, that's the way old school was. That's the way our grandfathers, our great grandfathers yeah. were. They told us that yeah. the education was important. Don't sit back. Don't sit back and wait. Because the only way you're gonna be able to to operate in their world, because this is their world, you're gonna have to educate yourself. You're gonna have to know what they know. There you go. If not more. Right. So that's the way it goes, you right. know, and and that's the main thing that I think is lacking. Uh, yesterday in college football, uh, we had a brouhaha between Florida and Missouri, and I watched that thing and laughed. <laughs> I, I watched that. I, I watched that thing and laughed. And here, here, here's why I laughed because Dan Mullen, the Florida coach, he, he, he saw what was he upset that. <laughs> I was. I saw what he did. I saw that he was upset because Kyle Trask got hit on a hail mary. Guy took two steps. He did and knocked him down. So his offensive lineman took up for him. They actually did better than what the professionals did in Dallas when um, Bobby yep. knocked out um, <laughs> the quarterback. But anyway, they did what they supposed to do. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah, but that's that's how that goes. You know, you're supposed to take up for your quarterback. Right. But what what intrigued me more than anything else was Dan Mullen when he was walking up that tunnel. He was waving the crowd on. I want everybody that's listening to this and you guys that's that's on this show right now, I want you to go back and look at the YouTube clip of that fight. And I want you to watch where Dan Mullen is. I want you to watch yeah. while they're having that brouhaha and everybody's trying to pull these kids away. I want you to watch what Dan Mullen is doing. I, I just want you to just take a good look at that. And I'm not going to give it away. And then when we come back on next week or we get into a Facebook uh-huh. discussion, I want you to tell me, is that a responsible adult that gives a darn of an educating young men? I want you to think nope. about that. And I want you to think, I want you to follow him all the way up the tunnel now when he uh-huh. went to waving at the crowd and all that stuff. But the main thing I want you to do, and he may not be circled. I don't know if anybody else is going to point this out. I don't think the four-letter will because I don't think they're going to try to make him look bad. But I want you to pay attention to Dan Mullen because you're going to see him very Clearly, and when that fight broke out, that's all I want to yeah. say. And I'm not gonna give it away. Go back at the YouTube clip and watch him and watch what he's doing. I thought that was, I said, that's everything I need to know to why I would never let my child play for him. Right, that's all I need to know. Yeah, I, I heard about that, bro. Ha ha. Oh, it was necessary. <laughs> I mean, they took two steps and knocked their yeah. quarterback out. I mean, it's what they're supposed to do. But you're supposed to get controlled in that situation as a leader of young men. I don't right. know how y'all feel about it, but I think you're supposed to get hey. controlled in that situation. No, no, I that agree. was ugly. <laughs> he was out there, he was out there hyping them up. Yeah, hyping them up. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Because remember, oh. we, we tried to fight the other mm. coach, not the other coach, somebody else. Oh yeah, he. It, it was very. Oh man. No, 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 no. His height uh, uh, came when he went up. No, no D. The his height, height, after when his he height came when he went up. Right. Right. I'm right. No, I know when he was in front of his encouraging in the crowd. When during the no, middle he's talking of about that during entire, the fight. He did zero. Yeah, he just stood there with his arm folded. Like, hey. He sure y'all did. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Okay. And I was shocked <laughs> that I, I watched all the college football shows. And they talked about that and talked about, oh, yeah, the Florida Gators stood up for that. And I'm like, why they ain't mentioning Dan Mullen? I can see him clear as day. I can see him clear as day. I'm looking at him. Y'all ain't got no circle around him, but that's the same dude that walked up late, and he's still late, and he's still on the outside. Why y'all ain't talking about Dan Mullen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. This is my uh, – I got an I got a old dude that I hang out with sometimes. He he like he like 60 almost. I call him the old dude. Yeah. And he has a particular term that he uses for football that I had never heard before. Until he bought it up, and I went and uh-huh. research. He said he said that he would never encourage his son to play football or any other sport, really, because 
they used a term back in in slavery that I had never heard called they uh they watching the Bucks fight. I right. know what that means. Yeah, yeah. there it is. But oh, what okay. they would do is they would get a bunch of slaves, they would put them in this thing that looked like an arena, and they let them fight. And the strongest one was the Buck. He was the right. man. He said that's. He told me he said that's where football and all these other games where we wrestle each other came from. Now I had never heard that, so I went and kind of dug a little bit. And true enough, it really is. Like if you go Google it and watch it, there was a place in the Caribbean that they called the Breeding mm. Island, and that's what they used to do on the Breeding Island. They let them fight it out, and the one who won was the one who got the breeding rights for, like, a couple of weeks or something like that. Like, it's crazy where all this stuff comes from. So when you see Dan Mullen doing that, he's only doing something that's deeper in him than he'll ever realize as he's watching the Bucks fight. Like, he's trying to bring it up. <laughs> that's it. Every other coach, this, even, even post Jeff Van, Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy got dragged all over the floor, holding on to somebody's yep. leg to try to break up a fight. Dude didn't move. I'm, I'm with Will on this one. He didn't move. Uh-uh. He's like, yeah, I'm going to handle I'll see y'all in a minute. Yeah. I'll see and, y'all, y'all way the crowd. He was so hyped. Yeah. Yeah, he was always like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's like, condoning okay. the same mm. violence that our politicians get on TV and condemn. Right. Mm. And and my whole thing was, and I just watched it, and I said, I wonder, I watched all the sports shows. Every or well, the college football ones, and I want to see was anybody going to point out the fact that Dan Mullen was just literally standing there, not a word was said. I said, "Yep, that's that's how I figured." Yeah. But I'm going to make this racial loop. Had he been a black coach and did that, <laughs> he right? Would be oh, he would oh, be yeah, queen right, right now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I just thought that was really interesting. And it's like, well, Dan Mullen's got his players signed up. No, Dan Mullen. Is is perpetrating the fraud that I believed about college sports for a good minute now. Don't get me wrong; I like the University of Miami, but I know what Carl Gables is about. I've been to Carl Gables. I know you better not go too fast in Carl Gables, and that's not even with, right. and that's because it's predominantly Hispanic police force. But even though, hey, right. I still root for the Hurricanes and everything like that. But I understand what college sports is. It's, I don't care how anybody twists. You can love college sports. That's you. That's good. I do. I like watching the games. I understand his exploitation. And if you don't think that's what it is, it's definitely that right now doing them playing football for free in a global pandemic. It's exploitation. It's so these conferences can get their money. That's it. They get their TV right money. That's it. The Pac-12 came up with this darn scientific thing, said, hey, we don't know what it's going to do to large humans if they get COVID. Oh, well, they found a quack somewhere that said, well, that's not the case. We don't know. We There's no proven study. So guess what the Pac-12 is going to do? Well, let's get a way to get that, recoup they, that TV money. Yep. They kick it off. Next week. Oh, kick it off. I mean, it is what it is. What do you guys think about uh, the top quarterback um, in the draft? Should he come back now that he uh, he's, had the co- he's had the COVID diagnosis? He's going to miss his second game next week against Notre Dame. Lou, should he come back and play any at all during the, for the rest of the season? Hmm. That's a tough one, but I think also he has to make a judgment call here. If he thinks he's willing to play, and you know, if his uh, coaches think he's willing to play, then I say let him do it. You know, you know your body better than anybody. Anybody else? And I think you know, if he's clear to play, then let him do it. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do. I mean, hey, wait, let me you let know, me ask um, this. No, let me no, ask no. This real quick. See, the let coach, me ask of course, let me ask the coach is going to want him to play. Of course, the coach yeah, is going to me, say, me, I say, let me, But let me ask this question real quick, Lou. What what happened to adults being in the room and trying to protect young people from themselves? Right. We don't do that no more? We don't, we don't do that no more? Well, I'm just asking the question. We more, Will, 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 you got to stand. Coaches don't do that anymore. Cause they, 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 and so look at it from the coach's point of view. He has a job. He's trying to keep his job. You think he care about uh, a child's health? He care about winning. And keeping a job and making those meals. Wow. A like responsible adult, 50, you know. He has, he probably has 50 of 85 players that are five-star recruits. You really think that guy makes that big a difference? His health at risk is that big a difference towards him actually winning when they're 30 points better than any team in the ACC? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, really? I don't think he should play. No. I don't personally. I think he should shut it down. I do. I, I say, nah, okay. 
you know what, forget it, no more. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should play. But you say, but do, do, do the coaches? Of course, you know the coaches going to want him to play. They come on, they go on. Oh. They're going to want him to play. They're going. To, oh man, you feeling good? They're going to want to, you know. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. No adults in the room, D. I was just going to say, my personal thought is really, honestly, to tell you the truth, it'll make for some boring days, but I don't think anybody should be playing right now. I'm just to be totally honest mm. with you. I don't think anybody should be playing because every every week, for one, some of these games are getting canceled. Two, right. it's, the same. Mm-hmm. it's just like with anything else. They're going to run you till you die. Somebody is going to mm-hmm. die. I, I'm sorry. I hate to say it that way. And then everybody's going to go, oh, crap, what did we just do? To me, mm-hmm. all of this stuff could have waited. I know y'all are worried about your little TV money. But like I said, all these colleges have been getting all this money for all these years. What the heck have y'all been doing with all the money? Y'all ain't saved none for a rainy day. When, if something <laughs> goes wrong, you don't have to depend on the next check coming in. You get what I'm saying? It's like an irresponsible mm, person. I, 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 check you got to have a reserve. You always got to keep a reserve. No, I'm no, no. That. But that's what I'm saying. So if right. you had a reserve, then what was the rush to do this? To me, it just didn't make sense. Now you got, you got just like Will said, you got teenagers signing mm-hmm. waivers saying, hey, if I die, y'all ain't got to pay me. I'm going to play football. There you it's go. Like right. I say all the time, the top. 1% of 1% of 1% are the only ones who don't play pro ball. That's it. That's it. Yeah, like what? Uh, 1,500 jobs in the NFL? Yep. 1,500 jobs out of probably close to a million players all across the nation? To me, that's not worth the risk. It's not. And if you think you were that good, you would have did like Rousseau and a lot of the other dudes did. Shut it down, go somewhere, train where you say. And the NFL still going to draft you if you were that it's good. what you say. Those guys that's on the fringe, man, take this extra year, get your body right, get your education up. Listen, you can double mm-hmm. up on your classes. They paying for it. Yep. Get mm-hmm. ready. So that way if you don't make it to the league, you can go and apply for one of them good jobs where they pay you six figures walking in the door because you double majored and all of that stuff, man. To me, to me, it didn't make sense for them to play at all. The adults in the room not uh, have shown y'all they don't give a dang about y'all. The the adults in the room in the NCAA are just like NBA owners, except they don't pay their labor. It's the same thing. NBA, NFL, they just unpaid labor. That's your it. labor is you get to live somewhere for free, but it really ain't free. <laughs> you got to put your life and your health on the line. It's it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be in the big t- taking their time. To get right this year instead of trying to play football right now. Yeah, well, going to go on for at least the next ten years. But what's so, what, so what's so bad about this whole? But what's so bad about this whole thing is that the Big Ten is only playing so Ohio State can boost that kid up to possibly win the Heisman, and they can play right. for yeah. the bowl championship national title. The rest of the Big Ten, yeah, I agree. They're just playing. But that was why yeah. Ohio State found the quack. <laughs> they found to say, okay, yeah, y'all can play football because they knew they had a team that was good enough to play in that bowl championship. So Ron Day can miss me. I I saw his interview. I think he can just shut up. Yeah, he he can go somewhere and sit down because the only reason y'all are playing is because you know you got a good football team and you want to give that kid an opportunity to win the Heisman Trophy because that will help siege with the school and in recruiting. That's all that is. Yeah. That's it. Michigan, yeah. Michigan losing yesterday. Who shot by Michigan? You yeah, they losing. Damn, <laughs> man, nothing under John no. Harbaugh. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. Can I ask you a quick question? What, what did you just say, Lou? What if this goes on for the next 10 years? It's going to the next 10 years. You said, you said it's going to go on for the next 10 years? At least. If listen, if that's the case, then people gonna have to find some better forms of entertainment. How about how about this? You need some entertainment? Go spend time with your kids. Go get involved in your community. Yeah. Take your wife out on a date. Mm. Get some other stuff Where that you can do. Right. 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 All I'm saying is. Everybody is complaining about their entertainment and their sports being taken away. So what? People have had loved ones die. Well, the preacher and you coming out. The preacher and you coming out. 
People don't have love when one die. Who gives a damn because you get entertained on a Saturday because somebody else's kid? That's my thing. Somebody else's right. kid is and they like, not yours. Not yours. It was like we had we had the war and everybody was claiming about people need to join the military, but one none of the rich people sending their kids to join the military. It was one, people find all kinds of loopholes. Find all kinds oh, of loopholes yeah. out of the Vietnam that's, War. That's my thing is listen, you can find something to entertain yourself. I'm at my brother's house right now, real smoking. It's the people over here. I'm outside because I'm social distancing. But at the same listen, you can find something to do. I got four kids. I always got something to do. Bring right. in somebody. Oh no! Hey, they, they, let me tell you, I love this my seven years. We go find a mountain somewhere and climb. We go to the mountain, go outdoor there, somewhere. There you something. go. Yep, I love doing that. I'm saying so. Everybody's always my entertainment, my entertainment. That's what's wrong with us right now. That's why everybody in America fat because we don't do them but get entertained. <laughs> yeah, go do something. Right. Well, where would you go? I just, think, be, I just think. I just think. I just think. I, I just think the value the value of human life is so low in America that nobody cares what happens to somebody oh, else true. as long as it don't happen to them. Mm. And that's a big problem. That is a very large problem. And it goes past sports. It goes over into life, your job, and everywhere else. All, people only care about themselves. They don't care about the person that's standing next to them. No. They sure don't. They don't, don't, they don't have, and people don't have no regard for human life, whether it's same race on same race or uh, the same gender on same gender. People don't have no, no regard for human life because they don't, they don't value it. it it's, it's no value yeah. in human life in these the United States. That's just the way it is. You know, people don't want to talk yeah. about things that, you know, are, you know, th- that's the real problem. And what you just said is there's no value on human life. It isn't. They don't want to have that conversation. Do you? People want to, people want to have conversations about, who the heck you voting for and why you voting for that person? Listen, I don't care who you vote for. I truly don't. I, I really don't. I don't care what flag you wearing, waving. It makes no difference to me whatsoever because I look at it simply this way. For me, ain't nothing going to change. There's nothing going to change go. by who is in the office of president. It's not. Right. Until yeah. they deal with the real root of the problem. Uh, systemic racism, police brutality, the under policing, the underfunding in the hood. I don't want to hear it. And I don't want to hear about no athletes talking about something, well, we making it easy for you to vote. Go vote or, or entertainers talking about, you know, this is your right or you should do this and everything. If you don't know that, like you said, D, if you don't know, right. then you shouldn't vote. Don't vote then. You shouldn't. <laughs> if you don't understand what the consequences right. of your vote being, right. don't vote. That's all I can say. But, but but if you not if you not educated enough to understand that, I don't care who they put in that old office, it ain't gonna trickle down to the black community. You can't ask people that brought you over here to be second class citizens, and you gonna ask them for the same equality that they have. They the system was never designed for us to have that anyway. You got people, black people got to understand that. That's true. That system this system has never been designed for us to have that. It's always for us to be oppressed. I don't care if it is a law, the civil rights law. The system is always designed for us to be less than them. Amen. You can't get black people to understand that. You can't get black people to understand that because the first thing they want to holler is it's a different day. Bruh, it may be 2020, but 16th. 1619 ain't changed. They, they mentality from 1619 ain't changed. Because you want to hear something really funny? Go back and look at all the go back and look at all the families that own slaves. If you want to if you want to understand the the systematic racism that goes on in this country, go but go back and look at all the families that own slaves and look how much wealth that family has generated and is still generating till today in 2020. That that wealth is passed on from family to family to fa- passed down from person to person to person in that family, and they family you got, on slaves. You got so you in sixteen ninety two when they wrote the Connecticut Accords, they said if you own a slave for every slave you own, you got fifty acres of land. Say it again. Gee, do they think? But do they think that those people their their thought process has changed about oppression? 
just because it ain't their no. great 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 granddaddy. <laughs> no, it's not no, alive. it has. It That's has been passed been. down. That's been passed down through the course of that family right. history. I'm tell y'all. I'm tell y'all something stupid that I saw today. It's funny. It was stupid and it's sad all at the same time. I saw a guy in a big SUV, right? Um, uh-huh. Like a suburban or something. And he riding down the road, and he has handcrafted the largest ride behind flagpole I have ever seen. I'm so serious. This is on a SUV. He took a trailer hitch and turned it into a flagpole. One flag is the, the blue, blue, black, and white cop flag. The second flag was a Trump flag, and the third flag was a big Confederate flag. Now, this boy didn't look like he could be more than 22, mm. probably 22. Mm. So just like what mm-hmm. Will said, the mindset don't change, and it's past. Trust me when I tell right. you, it's That's past it. from one right. generation to the next. People don't believe that. Yeah. And I do, I do want to say this one thing, if I don't say nothing else today for everybody. When I say we have to be accountable for themselves, I was reading an article mm. a little while back, and they said that they were over 50, 50 black bishops and, like, head bishops and something who died from keeping their churches open open during the pandemic. I'm going to say this. I feel like it needs to be said, and I'm going to just say it on the radio. That's just stupid because tithes should never mm. matter more than people's lives. Your mm. money mm-hmm. should not matter to somebody more than your safety. Right. That mm. that listen that goes for our football players that goes for our daughters our sons. I don't care if they putting you in danger. Say no, stay home. Mm, right. I don't care. <laughs> stay home. If you gonna be in danger, stay home. Whatever. Because to me, to me, people going to church are getting just as entertained as they do going to football games. Cause everybody oh, that go to course. church don't go to serve God. Some people go to be entertained. Some people get yep. a weekly gossip. Some people go to do all of that stuff. That's your entertainment. Your entertainment should not cause you to die. That goes for church yeah. and football and basketball and everything else. That just tie right in together. I'm telling you, be safe and be smart and care about your own self. You would think. You you think. would think, but you said it just right. You would think. Yeah, this you would think, but that's, early, that's not. But I got to go. I got some people waiting on me, man. I appreciate y'all. Peace I'll, I'll get with y'all next yeah. All you guys. Happy birthday, man. Uh, okay. no, 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 no. Happy birthday, Thank man. You. Happy birthday. Thank All y'all. you guys. Hey, oh, Zach, I'm going to call you later on. No problem. No problem, sir. Okay. All right, one. Well, thank you Sorry, guys real. for giving us your time. All right. May not have been about sports, but it may. I hope it gave you some information that you may have needed. All right, say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler. Y'all be safe. Yes, sir. It works all the time, every day, all day. Be safe. Check me out tomorrow, 6 p.m. Changing the time. I'm doing it in the afternoon. Work schedule change, baby. Got to do it in the afternoon. Be easy. I'll holler. <laughs> yeah.